Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Did you beep there? A little beep? Yeah, I did. I I, I just plugged the power into my laptop and it went bing bong. Okay. Quite Uh, a nice noise, actually. I got a special, well, I've got um, a camp. It's the new MacBook camp. (laughs) <laughs> and it's programmed to make I just find it more fun yeah it's got you a, get a new wah, email wah, and stuff like that you get a new email that goes ooh oh uh, get you oh ooh, Mr. Popular <laughs> <laughs> it was at this time oh <laughs> um yeah alright before we go any further a little bit of uh forward planning because I mm. think I, I messaged you earlier today I think that Friday's episode needs to uh, feature a thing that's on iPlayer at the minute called uh, Garage People, mm. which if you're not a subscriber of the Turbo service that we've introduced recently, one of the things you get, you get like a TV preview of what's coming up in the next few days, things that we recommend. And one of the things, I haven't actually watched this yet, you haven't watched this yet, but I recommended it because solely because of the description. It's called Garage People. It's on iPlayer. You can watch it now. And I think we need to get it watched this week and talk about it on Friday because mm. the reaction from at least two of the uh, the Turbo subscribers has been positive. Um, Matt Everett says, Garage People is without doubt the most TFTM show on TV. Mm. Surely a vision of the podcast in 15 to 20 years. Um, this goes right at the top of my deep dive requests. And I'll just read the description of Garage People. It's a documentary, right? Set in Russia. And it says, in the Russian Arctic, there is a phenomenon beyond ice fishing, matryoshkas, I don't know what that is, and vodka. It's the garage. Rows of tin sheds, inhospitable from the outside, where everything can be found except cars. They are the refuge of the Russian man. A few square metres to dream and escape the pressures of life. This is where illegal fish shops operate. Where sins are carved, where booze is distilled, and where quails are bred. Now, we need to watch this. We need to investigate this further, yeah. don't we? Surely. Yeah, yeah. I've, I started the first five minutes, and I tried to, I tried to engage my son. I said, "Look at this, mate. Garage people. You must that." I said, "Well, these men are basically living in like storage containers, and they get up to all <laughs> sorts of cool stuff in them." And he went, oh, right, okay. And then we started watching it, and he and then he went to me, Dad, I'm doing my homework. So <laughs> I had to pause it. Yeah. He was doing his fucking maths homework. I said, never mind all that, mate. Never mind all those flipping numbers. How about this? There's a bunch of fellas fucking breeding fish in a fucking storage unit. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking maths isn't going to get you anywhere in life. This is what yeah. you need to know about. 
This is the, this is the fucking lifestyle you should be aspiring to, mate. And I tell you, you won't need maths to get there either. All you need this, is a bit of grit and imagination. This is the university of life, pal. That's the only <laughs> university you need to go to. Oh man, Superb. people who say that though, people who say they they went to the university of life. Fucking mm. hell. Fuck off. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, we all did, didn't we? I mean, to be fair. Well, did we? Did we really? It's not well, a we've university. all lived life. University. We've all lived we've got, life, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's like saying I didn't, I couldn't, I'm not clever enough to go to a proper university. So I went mm. to the University of Life instead. Yeah, where's the campus? Yeah? Do you get a discount? Student mm. discount? In my In mind. Burdens? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll endeavour to watch that in full. It's about ninety minutes long, I think, and it's on the iPlayer. Garage people, and I think we'll have a proper chat about it on Friday's episode. So there's that. Um, I've got a couple of uh, things on? worth discussing. Uh, okay. Just just brief, really. Um, one is uh, I went I went to meet some friends earlier for lunch, and we parked mm-hmm. up near my old school, my old secondary school, and. Um, and it, I got this rush of like nostalgia because as we parked up on a sort of a mm. residential street near the school, I saw some people coming out of a side alley, right? And yeah. I just thought these people were like older people. They looked, they were sort of middle-aged people, older than us. Like they're great. Mm-hmm. They looked like they're just retired. They were quite smart. They looked quite middle class, and they're coming out of an alley. And I thought to myself. That's interesting. You don't often see middle class like people in their sixties or early seventies <laughs> coming out of an alley, do you? Mm. I mean, who do you think you, you associate with like kids, vagrants, ruffians? Yeah. Um, I thought that's weird, and then I th- so I thought I'm going to have a look, and I got closer. And I thought, fucking hell, I remember that alley, and it was an alley. It's a it's a broad alley. It does have bins in it, but it's very broad. It's quite smart. For a, for an alley, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's like really fancy. It's got bins and bits of rubbish, but it's quite wide. And it, I is remembered, it, is, it, is it a gentrified alley? Would you say a little bit? Yeah. And I suddenly remembered, fucking hell! I said to my wife and kids, I used to use the alley all the fucking time. It was a fucking Ooh. shortcut. And in fact, I've just remembered there's a network of alleys just like that round here that connect. All of the fucking... Re- they hell. run around the back of all the residential streets. And we used to run... You know, you could go down and do stuff down them. Mm. You know, like, I suppose people smoked. I wasn't yeah. to smoke myself. Uh, or drank. <laughs> or just dicked around. Or whatever. And um, and then... Anyway, I just thought, fuck, you know, I'm like... Obviously, the kids are like, stop going on about this alley. And I really wanted to go and have a look around it. Mm. And it just brought back so many memories. And I just sort of thought, it's a good canter, um get in touch thing. I know today's this episode isn't a mailbag, but I just want to say it while it's on my mind. Alleys are great. Mm. What are the fa- what are the most formative alleys in your life? Because everyone mm. had alleys that meant a lot to them or played a significant role in their life when they were a kid. And yeah. uh, just get in touch. Tell us about your alley. We might even be able to pitch this to the BBC as Britain's favourite alley. And we probably could with the countdown of the top fifty. Get yeah, exactly. The Great British mm. Alley Off, right? Mm. Um, every single town in the UK has um, an alley that is popular, commonly known as Dogshit yeah. Alley. And it's the alley where everyone takes their dogs to shit. 
Yeah. And sometimes, you know, if you don't have a dog, but you need to use dog shit alley, you avoid it. But sometimes you just, the only way you can get to where you're going, perhaps you're hiding from someone or yeah. you are just in a hurry and your only option is fuck. We've got yeah. to go via dog shit alley. Dog shit alley. Yeah. And you got to run the gauntlet down dog shit alley. And a lot of times yeah. as well, when you reach te- teenhood, the dog shit alley, you find yourself in, in dark after dark because you're out drinking yeah. and you have to get home. And you for whatever reason, yeah. you think we're going to go down dog shit alley, but it's pitch black. And mm. so you are just fucking walking in the dark, tiptoeing, hoping Run that you don't shit. go into dog shit. Yeah. So that's the sort of a subcategory of alleys. We've got gentrified alleys. We've got dog shit alleys. Mm. Would you say pretty much all alleys are piss alleys? Yeah, I think there's a capacity to piss in any alley. Yeah, there's definitely. no alley in the UK surely that's free of piss, is there? Even 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 the gentrified ones get pissed yeah. in. I think because that's I what the council. I think the council sure. even in a posh area would send people to go and like council I mean, operatives to piss in the alleys early in the morning. Yeah, just to keep them ticking over. Keep our alleys pissy. I mean, sometimes sometimes you get thrown a curveball and you'll see human shit in an alley. Oh, my God. I know know an alley in Soho in um, the West End of London um, that's notorious for human shit. Or as my mate, whose office backed into this alley, uh, called it um, Tramp Eggs. That's what he used to Trump call it. Eggs. He goes, the, tramp right. have been, the tramps have been laying the eggs in the alley out of the back again. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, my I brother Cass used just... to, it was out the back of his office as well, separate office, but they both backed from separate sides into the same alley. It, and he it, used to go and have his, he used to go yeah. and have his fag break in there. In, in tra- Trump shit tra- alley. Trump shit alley, Trump yeah. Trump alley. Fucking hell. People who work in Soho, like their whole lives have so many stories about seeing pe- humans doing shits. Mm. I've never seen a human doing not a stranger. Um, I'm, you know, obviously I've seen my kids shit. It's <laughs> we've all seen our kids shit, surely. Mm. But other than that, I can't. Be- but in the wild, I mean, my mate, he uh, recently moved, and he was walking. He said. He sent this really funny message going, yeah, I showed my son. I was trying to impress my son with a, a really good shortcut to um, M&S that, I, that I'd worked out, right? Because they were in a new area. So he thought, I've really quickly established a fucking really good shortcut and I'm going to make my son come on a walk with me to prove to him. So it was, it was in the morning and they were going to get some food from Marks and Spencer's and he goes, come on, I'll show you the shortcut. So they go down a shortcut, right, which I think was of an, I don't know if it was an alley, but I assume it is because most shortcuts are. They see a woman, right, in the bushes doing a shit, a human shit. <laughs> a human woman doing a human shit. Doing yeah. a human shit, right? Yeah. And they've gone, oh, fucking hell. And his son's gone to him, fucking hell, dad. What are you fucking taking me here for? He said, well, I didn't fucking know that there was going to be a woman doing a human shit, fucking, did I? Didn't fucking book her. It's not it fucking then. part of the, this experience. The experience is the shortcut, right? <laughs> and uh, anyway, so they thought, oh, fuck it, that's disgusting. Let's try and put it out of our head. So they get into an M&S. It's a massive one in a retail park, yeah? <clears throat> and they're wandering around. I don't know what they were getting. They get to the till, to the queue, right? Someone in front of them is buying just a copy of the Daily Mail, right? Yeah. So straight away, 
you know, my mates thought, who's this cunt buying the Daily Mail? Because you tend to think of Daily Mail readers as cunts, right? Yeah. And not, I don't suppose all of them are, but it's something that we would automatically think decent people would think, mm. right? And then, he, but even more than that, he said even more out of order, I thought, who's fucking cunt? All the way to fucking M&S, a massive M&S in a retail part, and all they're here for is a fucking single copy of the Daily Mail. What a That's waste ridiculous. of fucking time. What, like, and they're filling up the queue. Yeah. So he's sort of fuming about it. It's just him. The person turns around after she's paid. It's the woman who'd done the shit. Whoa! Yes. Why is she buying the, the short, Daily Mail? It, it was the shortcut shitter. Why is she buying the Daily Mail? Initially, you think like, she needs yeah. a copy to wipe her ass with, but she's already yeah. done that, presumably, in order to get to the shop. Ass wiping is completed. Mm. Unless she's just sort of. No, but she might out. have not. She might have just found an old sort of KFC napkin. Like, you always find KFC napkins down. You know, what do you call the bit? The train tracks are up high, elevated. Yeah. They've got a fence, and then there's a sort of a slope. Mm. With leaves and trees. Are they, are they called the sidings? I think they might yeah. be called the sidings. Yeah. So in the sidings, there's always napkins, isn't there, from a chicken shop? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where you go. That's yeah. probably why she'd. If you need napkins from a chicken shop and you're not near a chicken shop, go to any local sidings any and you'll find some. And you'll find blowing some. around. Yeah. And um, so maybe that's why she chose to ship there because she knew there'd be plenty of napkins. But um, it could be it. She, but, they, but she might have only had one and maybe it was like a messy shit that she'd done and she's thinking fucking hell mm. oh this, there's not enough napkins to handle this job I think there's an M&S at the other end of this alley I might go there and buy myself a copy of the Daily Mail hey here's a thought what she might have done was she might have used the KFC napkins to wipe her ass. that's completed that's boxed off now that's done mm. Mission accomplished. Mm, but she's conscience has got the better of her. She's thought I need to pick this up and put it in a bin or something. What can I use to mm. pick up some human shit? The Daily Mail. <laughs> so she's gone to buy the Daily Mail. She's going to go back to the the scene of the crime, if you like, pick up her shit, put it in a bin. How much it costs? I haven't bought a physical copy of a newspaper in fucking years. How much they cost now? I bet they're about two quid or something, aren't they? I think they're they're madly expensive. Yeah, to read stuff that was on the internet the day before. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, but, but she's got and invested buy- in a copy to pick up a shitty napkin with. You'd, you'd, quite a- you'd buy whatever the cheapest was, wouldn't you? You try and track down a free copy of the Metro. But perhaps she's she's done it to make a statement. She mm, wanted to maybe pick it's the a shit political statement with the Daily Mail. There's but, a lot of um, strange things and a lot of questions that surround this story. But one of the biggest ones that people might be thinking about here that we have yet to address is M and S is hmm. the poshest... Well, it's up there with Waitrose as the poshest supermarket. But in a way, <clears> it's posher than Waitrose because it's not even actually a supermarket, is it? Right? No. I mean, to sum up its status on the high street, I go back to one of my all-time favourite tweets, which was on... I mean, you're more of a, like... You know, you're a... You're, you're sort of like an elder of Twitter, in a way. You're, like, one of the much, main people yeah. on there. So you'll have better opinion than me, but... I, for me, my favourite ever day on Twitter was 2010 when... Do you remember when there was a draw in the election between Cameron and um, Gordon Brown? Yeah. And it was a draw, wasn't it? And they didn't yeah. know what was going to happen and they were waiting to see who would blink first. And in the end, 
David Cameron just fucking went, fuck this. And he got in the car. That's the arrogance you get from public school. He just got in the fucking motor and drove to see the Queen. He thought, fuck it, someone's going to do it, I'm going to go. And he just yeah. went up there, fucking bowled in, and pitched yeah. it to her. And she was like, well, I haven't heard from the other cunt, so fuck so it, all right. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. get stuck in, mate. But it was so fucking funny, like, because it was like the country was in limbo. There was no government for about 36 hours. There wasn't a government. Yeah. We were just yeah. in limbo. And everyone was going fucking bananas on Twitter, like arguing, panicking, freaking out. I was freaking out, but the stuff on there was so funny. And someone just wrote, David Cameron's the sort of cunt who does his big shop at M&S. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, yeah, that fucking sums out. That sums up Cameron. But it also sums up M&S because you'd never do a big shop at M&S, would you? Yeah. A big shop, like your weekly at M&S. Can you imagine? I mean, they don't even have everything, do they? They've fucking improved, though. The one in Sunderland, they do sell, they don't just sell M&S brand stuff. They'll sell like oh. McVitie's digestives oh, and right, okay. and all that sort of things yeah. now. So they've they've tried. But to go I still for the don't think it's crowd. well stocked, well enough stocked in the back, like your household sort of like your cleaning items or it's, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's not a supermarket, is it? it I mean, um. you, you, your M and S M and S is weird because you can buy some biscuits there, you can buy some fucking barbecue chicken, and they you can, can buy, buy a jumper slippers. and some pants as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So that's that's it's that's fucking wrong. fun. I went into an M and S last week. And I still get a buzz out of it because there yeah. is so much to explore. There is, there is. But, but you um, don't but- do a main shop. And what going back to the, the, the shortcut shitter, I'm like, that's quite a low-class thing to do, right? Broad daylight, like mid-morning. We're talking like 10, 11, something like that. To be shitting on some sidings is not a good... It means that some of your life choices have been poor, right? But I'm then, not gonna. I'm not gonna judge her you're not because gonna judge. You, you, you can get caught short. You can That's have a, a, an upset but, stomach, um, yeah, and when old. you need to go, you need to go. It's either that you either shit in an alley or a bush or whatever, or yeah. you shit in your pants. Shit your pants. You don't yeah. have a choice. Yeah, because what, what I was going to say was it's quite a high class supermarket for a public shitter to be in, but maybe because I've got too, I'm making too many assumptions about the public shitter. Because I'm like, oh. I would have thought she'd be like, I don't know, like <laughs> go into Aldi afterwards or Monster. like Iceland. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was where the shitters hung out. <laughs> well, it goes to show, doesn't it? Just goes to show she might have been doing it for um for uh, personal gratification reasons. You know, she's done a shit on, and then she's gone, Oh, I'll just go and pick up some um a ready made I'll just go and pick up a ready made duck a orange and uh, some McVitie's <laughs> and a copy of the mail and they do do some delightful chocolate eclairs with real fresh cream in <laughs> and one of their the famous feel- bacon lettuce and tomato sandwiches <laughs> I'm feeling much more relieved after having that <laughs> shit better out than in I've got yeah. quite an appetite now I'm going to stock up on my lunch and also she felt so euphoric because you can get post shit euphoria can't you, you can't, you've really yeah. been holding yeah. on so she was so pumped full of fucking endorphins right the adrenaline yeah. that she's like she was just going to go by Tesco Metro to pick up some spuds right and a, and mm. a packet of J-cloths but she was so fucking buzzing she thought fuck this I'm going to M&S I'm going to have an S and I'm just going to buy loads of fucking awesome stuff. 
Uh, did she not just buy the Daily Mail? Is that all she yeah, bought? Yeah, that was the thing. She just bought the Daily Mail. That so. was the thing. It's a lot of questions about that. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. A mate of mine had a recent experience in a supermarket with um, a footballer, former footballer, oh, yeah. Gary Bennett, who was the Sunderland captain. He, for get, years. he was the one who turned up at your hour price. He, that's right, yeah. Fucking hell, he gets well, about, um, does he? Me, me pal was in Aldi the other day, uh, just getting a couple of bits, and Gary Bennett was in front of him in the queue, <laughs> and Bennett had pretty much a full trolley, and me pal only had a couple of things in a basket, and uh, Bennett did not follow the Aldi code where if someone behind you has only got a couple of things you go ah you go through mate you've mm. only got a couple of things no, fucking Bennett because he thinks he's didn't better than that. everyone else I'm not saying anything I might come across Gary Bennett at some point in well some you did before you've so already I'm had an altercation him. with well, him I have, because I have I've had a run in with him yeah, yeah. Like 25 years ago yeah but he he, well, he's the type not to forget I never forget a fucking face you're I the cup who type, pulled us uh, up on that lackluster performance 25 years ago. Yeah. I, I think he's I think he's not someone to be messed with. It was good. You we were listening after after coming back from the match yesterday where we won 2 1. And we listened to the phone in because Bennett does the phone in on BBC Radio Newcastle because yeah. uh, he does the co commentary of the Sunderland games. And somebody had rang in and said that our, our uh, left back, Denver Hume, has just signed a new contract after being out of contract over the summer. This uh, this fella said that Denver Hume's a better left back than Dennis Churkin, who's our current left back. Mm. And Bennett just went there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and he just let the fella just explain why he thought he was better. Why, why is that then? And he let this fella just explain the reasons that he had, which weren't good reasons. <laughs> and uh, then Bennett just went. Oh, you think he's a better defender, do you? And the fellow was just by this point, you could hear him visibly shrinking yeah. on air as he was trying to explain himself. And Bennett just went, uh, so he explained why he thought he was a better defender. And Bennett just went, and they ended the call. It was fucking great. That was like that time when Dave Bassett took me to, to, took me to task 
over Barcelona <laughs> when they were in their imperious phase. Yes. And he he was telling me, I can't, it was something like, he was telling me how they could be beaten if you went like long ball against them because they wouldn't yeah. know how to handle it. Oh, fucking surprise, yeah. surprise. That's Dave Bassett's fucking idea. And I said, because <laughs> he was sort of ranting at me. I think he must have thought, because this show we were doing, because I was there appearing on it with him, he, he understandably but mistakenly thought that I was some kind of fucking noted football thinker and that my opinion counted for fucking anything right and it's like look mate i'm i'm just i'm just i don't know i'm here to be the cunt sort of thing (laughs) like and so he's really fucking saying this so i thinking i am fucking no mate how do i know how to beat barcelona (laughs) right so i've just gone like you do yeah Maybe you're right. You know, in that polite way where you just sort of say, yeah. can you stop now? I just going to, it's yeah, like yeah. what you say to a cabbie when a cabbie's like just fucking ranting on about some bullshit. You just <laughs> yeah. go, oh, yeah, maybe you're right, mate. And I go, so maybe you're, you're right. About- and Bassett got right in my face. He went, I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. All right. Fucking hell. This is a, uh, this is a potential uh, topic, isn't it? As a footballer, have I got right up in your grill? And why? <laughs> yeah. none, of these, none of these ones that you sometimes see on Twitter where people will say, like, have you had an unlikely encounter or a low-key oh, yeah. encounter with a celebrity? Has yeah, a celebrity yeah. ever got right up in your grill? As a yeah. ce- have you ever felt threatened by a celebrity? Well, personally? The, the, the best ever is when, when John Terry, it was the like, you know, I don't like John Terry, I doubt you do. I, d- I doubt anyone likes John Terry other than... Chelsea hit fans, right? Yeah. Maybe some of them don't. But I have to admit, he went way up in my estimations when my brother pissed up, shouted him, Terry, you wanker. And without any hesitation, fear, nervousness, almost like it was the most casual thing in the world, he just went palms out, went, come on in. Yeah. 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 There was, there was no, yeah. it was just sort of like very simple, straight. It was like a transaction. Let's yeah. begin the fight. Yeah. It starts here. <laughs> Yeah, let let's begin the the com let the combat commence. Yeah. I <laughs> what it supreme, was like supreme athlete in my late twenties. I know, and my brother well absolutely fucking dropped his his. I think his bollocks came through his ass or out of his mouth or one out of each. One each. Yeah. <laughs> but what was funny was, he started it. Terry, you wanker. Come on, then. <laughs> oh, I oh, know you're all right. I'm only mucking about. <laughs> Superb. Oh, man. That's, that's the benchmark. Is um, yeah. The yeah. benchmark is John Terry with my brother. But uh, if, if you've got... If you've got anything else, like, like has Gary Bennett got in your girl? I, th- I would wager that if you live in the northeast of England, there's a fucking good 40% chance <laughs> that at some point you would have had an altercation yeah. with Gary Bennett <laughs> in the possibly. wild. <laughs> Quite possibly. Any celebrity, though, any celebrity that's got up in your grill, let us know, as well as uh, your favourite alleys. And we'll cover them on a great alleys, yeah, yeah. Because we've done walls um, before, haven't we? And we had quite success with people walls. just telling us about yeah. their walls. We've and got we're currently a video doing... live stream. We've got a video live stream coming up with balls. If you with balls, and someone's been in touch about a bowl. And I actually, I don't know if you saw someone emailed us his favourite bowl this morning, and it was actually quite upsetting. Um, oh, it, yeah. It, yeah, it was. Uh, it's really 
upset me and I actually had to tell my wife about it because she could see that I was bothered and she was like... Are we allowed to share this with everybody or is this turbo only for the video live stream? Well, I think we we brought up um, the bowl thing. Didn't we talk about the bowl on... um, our normal oh, yeah, we did. show yeah, and did. so you should know that if you want to come and do a show and tell with your bowl which we yeah, will be doing then you have to upgrade to Turbo because yeah. that's on the live streams that come free as part of our Turbo mm. tier which you can upgrade to now on Patreon um, but if not I will give you a glimpse as to the quality of the entertainment yeah. tell me tell me uh, it Hang on a sec, you're going to have to bear with me. Yeah, but anyway, I'll, I'll just, just wait, you While you're doing that, while yeah. you're doing that, I'll just remind everyone the email address to get in touch is contact at tftimemachine.com. That's contact at tftimemachine.com. I said that slowly so that you could write it down while I was saying okay. it. Um, here's, here's, here's the message, right? And I, I had, on the one hand, I think maybe I shouldn't say this and condemn the bloke because it's... His business is like he's got in touch. He's a mm. fan of the show. He's trying mm. to support us by contributing content, and then I cut him off. But at the same time, not, that's a well-established dynamic on this show. In oh, fact, I probably do so, it yeah. less than I used to. Um, yeah. And it, I've been letting it slip. I've been going soft. Right. Mm. Second of all, he sent this in. He told me he knows it's going into a public domain. So here it fucking comes, right? He, has, this, he hasn't said, keep me anonymous, or this is nah, just between us or anything like nah, that. He's no, he's fucking celebrating what he said. Now, I, mm. my missus could see that I was not myself. What's the matter? I said, all right, I'm going to tell you. Mm. I've got an email and it's mm. really upset me, right? Here we go. Luke Wildman. Email title, favourite bowl. Yeah, good. He sent a picture. Nice bowl. Mm-hmm. I did, it's all, I don't know. Actually, I'm looking at it closely now. It's a plastic bowl. It's not dissimilar to a, like, a washing up bowl. But anyway, right. he's gone, I've had this bowl 15 years. Love it. Use it for everything. Yeah. Salads, pasta sauce, curry sauce, cake mix, yeah. adding hot water to a paddling pool. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that was a thing, but fine. Sounds sounds like you're... Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, to offset to top up, it. Yeah. Top, up, top up the heat levels. Yeah, yeah. it's good. How big's the ball? It's, uh, well, it's, pretty, it's pretty big. I mean, it's, I'm trying to get the scale. The angle of the photo makes it quite difficult to get scale, but there is in the background a bottle of red Smirnoff that he's using as a loose change depository. Yeah. So I found the picture. Yeah, I can see yeah. it. Yeah. You see that? So, yeah, yeah I would say ball. that's almost as big as a washing up bowl, isn't it? Because can you see it's plastic? Because there's I'm, frames. I'm thinking about two, two thirds of the size of a washing up wall. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he goes, this is what I use it for. Blah, blah, blah. Curry sauce. Yeah. At this point, I'm thinking, fine, this is exactly the kind of bowl I was looking for when we asked people to tell us about their favourite bowls. Yeah, he uses yeah. it for everything. Salads, past sauce, curry sauce, cake mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. Then he, then he hits me with this. It is also the family sick bowl. Oh, Anyone feels sick? They take this to bed. Jesus Morning Christ. after, it's washed out and used for dinner. Mental, Luke. Yeah, you're fucking right, that's mental, Luke. That is serious. You know, you know on this show, we don't... We take mental health seriously. We don't bandy around 
like offense, potentially offensive <laughs> remarks about people's the state of people's mental health, and we try not to judge. Yeah. We take it seriously, both of us do. But that is fucking mentally ill, mate. Yeah. I'm fucking telling you, you don't yeah. use a food bowl for puking in. It's just not because- on. It's disgusting. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about this all day. There can't be enough washing out of that bowl after someone's puked in it to, to then ever, ever use it again for food preparation or storage. Yeah. That That's just... I, ask it's, a it's doctor dead. or a nurse, right? The, the amount that, the, you know, the um, bacteria and germs in a fucking, in a, in, in a portion of sick, right? Yeah. A portion of human sick. That yeah. is nothing. That's not to be tried. Don't just give that a fucking white round with a <clears throat> with a J cloth and some fucking fairy liquid, mate. An average portion of human sick yeah. contains three tablespoons of germs. <laughs> there you go, and they're so resilient they germs as well, aren't they? They're not like oh, I'll swill it out. You know, germs it, are germs. germs yeah, are, there's not like a fucking. Imagine. Germ. Germs are Imagine germs. if it was you puking it as well. I mean, I'd probably it would be worse if someone else had puked in it. But you know, you look when you're puking into something and you're face down, you're really staring. You, you come to like it's like you're looking into the belly of the beast. You're like mm. staring at the base of this bowl, puking and doing all that retching where you stare at phrase and you can't quite puke. All the bile's coming out, and then yeah. the next day, right? Potentially the next day. Your mum slaps it on the table with a fucking crisp salad in it. Lettuce, oh, tomato, cucumber, right? Maybe a bit of sweet corn. Ugh. There you go. Bit Ugh. of salad. Give it a mix. Here's some French dressing on the side. Oh, God. Oh, it looks like it's me. reminding me of the bile. I'm not eating salad out of a sick bowl. But there's another issue here as well. I don't yeah. get. I don't think you should be sick in a bowl. In our house, if you go to bed and you're feeling sick, you get the bucket. Yeah, buckets. You don't get a fucking bowl. You get a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. This has got me thinking, because when I used to go to my nana and granddad's caravan when I was a kid, Mm. toilet block used to close at 11pm. Nobody would go all the way to the toilet block if they needed to go to the toilet in the middle of the night. So there Mm. was a bucket, and you would piss in the bucket if you needed to. Inside or outside the caravan? Inside the caravan. Right. Near the kitchen area. Mm. And the bucket of piss will just stand there overnight and then it'll get <laughs> swilled out in the next morning. I'm trying to think, was the bucket used for any other purpose? But it's only a bucket. You're not going to eat out of a bucket, so it doesn't really... No, exactly. There was no other um, hygiene-related issues. The bu- you used to sit on the bucket, turn the bucket upside down and sit on the bucket like Bielsa. Like Bielsa, that's used to all right, be, though. They used to... There used to be an illegal bingo game went on in the camping field every <laughs> right. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Until one of the fucking coppers that had a caravan on the site got it closed down the cunt. That's a, what's and a everyone cunt? would go with their buckets and sit sit on an upturned bucket and play bingo. But I mean, that's all right. You can piss in a bucket, swill it out, then sit on. There's no on problem because it's a bucket, and, and a bingo. bucket's only being used for germ stuff. Like I said that earlier, yeah. actually, when I told my missus, she was like, Look, "Yeah, that is really bad." And she agreed with me. She went, yeah, I mean, you, you shouldn't be puking in bowls. Anyway, they're, they're not really big enough because with a, with a puke, you never know if you're going to do one portion or two or three portions. Mm. And once you go past one portion, the bowl could start overflowing, right? Yeah. So, or you could easily spill it, couldn't you? When you're delirious from nausea. 
I mean, one you portion could... of human sick is about the size of an average cereal serving that you might have for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's it. I'd agree with that, yeah. So the... I said, oh, you know, we, you puke in a bucket, don't you? You puke in a fucking bucket because you know a bucket yeah. is only going to be used for other stuff around the house that's to do with cleaning. She went, I must admit, she went, I do feel a bit weird when someone's been sick in the bucket and then we use that same bucket to wash the floor with. And I went, why? I said, no, it's that's been, right. I said we, we put bleach in the bucket with the water. I've done it today. I fucking love yeah. a good bleach up in the kitchen, right? Yeah, it's second only to sharking for me, right? Mm. Matter of fact, it's I shark the kitchen the first, then I fucking yeah. bleach it. I said, you I've put a bleach in I've, I've had a shark up this afternoon on the living room yeah. carpet. Oh, no wonder you look it, so it happy. Just, everything just feels better. You know I know. What I mean? It's like doing a shit. You get post-shark euphoria. Did, <laughs> the body did, is really filled did. with endorphins and dopamine. And I, I went out, I dropped the kids off at, the, at their mum's, and then I came back, and as I came in, the living room light was still on and I just saw the carpet and you could tell it had been shocked and I just thought yeah fucking lovely look at okay. that tonight's going to be a good night you're talking to your carpet alright yeah. you dirty slut you've had a right good <laughs> fucking sharking haven't you you fucking dirty carpet bastard <laughs> yeah oh, I went Except my shark dirty, went through you like a hot knife through butter yeah oh I so, said to her um, look well, I said, what are you worried about um, residual puke germs in the bucket going on the kitchen floor? I said, for a start, there's bleach in there, and bleach kills mm. fucking everything. I said, second of all, the only fucker in this house who ever eats anything or licks off the floor is Nelson. I said, Nelson, if you're worried about yeah. Nelson licking residual puke germs off the fucking floor, I said, then, you know... This is the cunt who we saw eat a portion of his own fucking sick the other day well, off the deck. I was going to say, so, yeah, I imagine he regularly has his tongue up his own arsehole. So. Yeah, he's got his own fucking set of problems. And let me tell you, licking our residual puke germs off the kitchen floor is low down the fucking list, mate. <laughs> Way down. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I'll, I'm prepared to bring this to an end now, if you are. Yeah. Okay. Apart from what about update. football predictions? Just going to come to that. Yeah, mm. you got four points this weekend. Uh, I got two points <gasps> results, but also got two points. So oh, just so extended close. Lead slightly. This could be yeah, our best uh, season you're 20, ever. You're on 27. I'm on 24 results, but it's only on 16. It's already looking like two horse race. Um, we haven't heard from anyway. that cunt for ages. I'm surprised we he's still bloody we. submitting his guesses. Well, he hasn't. It's just fucking auto fucking submit, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We'll, yeah, uh, but we'll if he died, I mean, I don't want him to die. But no. if he did die, we'd have to get another robot. I mean, it, he yeah, he automatically submits his predictions, but they still have to come from him. Yeah, but if he dies, we'll just get another robot and just get set it to do the same predictions. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't matter. We'll call it Result Spot Two. Oh, you know, right. like when you know we were talking recently about Nelson or Oscar maybe dying one day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know when a cat it's not so relevant with dogs but when a cat does die and I'm not thinking about this in terms of Nelson but there is always a thing I'm thinking about results what really like what's the respectable is it moratorium is that the word might be yeah it depends what you're going to say between one cat dying and you getting a new cat I'll get a new one uh, a week <laughs> 
<laughs> Fucking hell. What about for a fish? Well, our, our cat Ziggy died. Yeah. And then a week later, we got Oscar the dog. Um, mm, that's so not I would as say, bad. Because it's I a different animal. I would say not animal. a week. I would, I would say I, 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 that was our heart ruling our heads when we made yeah. that decision. And a week was not long enough. It maybe mm. should have been a month because then we, perhaps we wouldn't have got Oscar. You would have thought but then, clearly. You know, you can't, it's so sort of disrespectful to the memory, isn't it, of the previous cat, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, kind of. If you'd get a different species, it's probably all right a week. Yeah, I think a dog's but, different. It's like well, you, the cat's yeah. dead. We could never replace Ziggy. There'll never so we'll be a cat a like Ziggy, so we'll get a fucking dog instead. That's yeah, all right. I guess so, yeah. Anyway. All right, that's it from this one. Um, we'll be back I think we're doing uh, if you're an IFS subscriber we're going to do History Box Gulliver's Travels Tuesday yeah and then we've got a bit more Sir Ralph Ramsey and of course Melchester uh, coming up and if you're turbo there'll be some more music shows coming up oh yeah we're loving doing them aren't we yeah so there you go Uh, thanks very much and goodbye goodbye everyone Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.